to another episode of Appalachian Monsters and Mysteries. I'm Miley. I'm Belle. And today's episode is going to be about Ohio. Woo! I don't know why I always do that. I have no opinion of the state of Ohio. Uh, I like Kings Island. That's in Ohio, ooh, me too. right? Yes. Or is Mason. that Cedar Point? No, Kings Island is in Mason, Ohio. Okay. I just went there for my birthday this year, actually. Oh. Also... Uh, I'm so sorry if you, if you are from Ohio, I truly apologize. However, at work, uh, we were doing like, um, introductions yeah. kind of, cause there were some new people hired. And one of the questions was, what is your least favorite state or what state do you hate the most? Yeah. And the majority of the people said Ohio. A lot of people say that yeah. there's just a lot of corn. There's a is lot there? of, cor- yeah. I don't feel like I realized that. People always just mm-hmm. talk about. Maybe we shouldn't just trash talk Ohio right People here trash when we're talk about West to. Virginia all the time. That's true. So anyway, <laughs> uh, Circleville, Ohio, is a town located 25 miles from Columbus. It's been described as a quiet, rural town known as the host of the Circleville Pumpkin Show. I love that. Adorable. Man, this is your time to thrive. Yeah, seriously. This is the That's- season. For, for you that's precious circleville ohio oh also uh this is our second time recording this episode because <laughs> yeah. first one got deleted or messed up miley's mic messed up actually yeah. and she's like the main she's the one who talks most in this episode yeah. so her mic not working was not great and we it's recorded the whole problem. thing and had no idea yeah. Do I remember anything she said? Because we recorded it last week. No, I do not. So you are experiencing this the same time as me. Meanwhile, past bell for me future bell for you in episode two might might have different opinions than i currently am about to have fun fact bell has short-term memory loss i honestly do have you ever seen 50 first dates i'm like her but on a less severe scale it's she's not been diagnosed yeah i just forget things a lot i forget where my phone's at all the time and it's always either on my washing machine or mm. in my bathroom. Yeah. Every time. Those are good places for it. Yeah. Um, so considering that this is such a small town where literally it's known for a pumpkin show, which is adorable. That is cute. That's what made it even more shocking when residents began receiving strange letters from an anonymous writer that were postmarked from Columbus with no return address in the 1970s. These letters contained personal details and secrets about residents that accused them of acts such as affairs, embezzlement, domestic abuse, and murder. There's just some pretty bold accusations. Yeah, there's some uh, bold statements that this uh, letter writer's making. Yeah. Uh, Although there were countless residents who received these letters, we're going to focus on the most well-known case that relates to these letters. So this is like Pretty Little Liars. Yes, exactly. Okay. Okay. Or Gossip Girl. My whole high school, we all, I bought Pretty Little Liars on DVD. Mm. Um, That makes me sound old. I'm only 26, but (laughs) nonetheless. When I was either, I was a freshman or a sophomore. I had a really, really small high school. Uh, There was literally like 
12 of us, maybe 15. We would all get together during lunch. Uh, and then we had like break, like we had like breaks that were like that 30 minutes nice. long. Yeah. Private this was school. In high school. This was in private yeah, school. Can't relate. Um, we would have like 30 minute breaks and, and lunch too. And so we would literally all sit around and just watch Pretty Little Liars. Some of our teachers would even watch it with us. This was wow. a private Christian school too. So I'm not really sure how we got by with this. I think they were just happy we were all getting along, honestly. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> like, I really think that's what it was. My principal was probably like, listen, they're not fighting and they're not being mean to each other. Just let them watch yeah, the freaking show. <laughs> like, so I, yeah, I was a big Pretty Little Liars fan. Yeah. Like you said, Pretty Little Liars. And then I also thought about Gossip Girl because I watched yeah. a lot. I had a very healthy um, pattern to where like on the weekends, I would watch like a couple episodes or I would stay up late and okay. then I would stop. But then- one day I was scrolling on Twitter and I know that it had been out for a long time, but I was yeah. just taking my time watching the series and someone spoiled it for me. We won't I spoil never, Gossip Girl no. for anyone. I never watched another episode. I, I liked that show too. I know it was I so that. good. I love Blake Lively. We all I, know. Oh my gosh. Love her. We talk about her husband a lot in a coming episode. <laughs> yeah. We also love her too, so it's yeah. fine. It's it's, a, it's oh, it balances out. It we really talked does about him. Out. Now, now we're, we're talking about, about her. her. I think she's Equal a goddess. She is beautiful. She really is beautiful, and she's funny. I know she's having another baby. She. This yeah. is not a gossip podcast, but suddenly that's well, what it's turning into. <laughs> this topic. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> it fits. Look at me bringing things just full, full circle. circle. <laughs> So, uh, Mary Gillespie was a school bus driver in the 1970s. She was married to her to her high school sweetheart, Ron Gillespie, Aww. and they had two kids. She was extremely pretty. Most people will mention that, and not that it really matters, but honestly, I was, like, caught off guard whenever I looked up a picture of her because it's not like... I'm gonna look her up. You know how back in the day, people were like, yeah, they were so attractive, but now we go back and look, and we're like, me. Yeah, you're like, her? wow, they're not I looked at this hot. picture and I was like, wow, she is really pretty. And I feel like that does play a small part in what we're going to talk about, which is why I even mentioned it. Yeah. You're not just like commenting yeah. on this woman's looks. Right. <laughs> yes. Um, she began receiving threatening letters accusing her of having an affair with the superintendent, Gordon Massey. Hence the looks. I mean. She is that, pretty. Yeah. Um, you got that right. She was accused of having an affair with Gordon Massey, the super, yeah, superintendent, the school superintendent. Yes, and she's a bus driver. Yes, oh. could be conflict of interest there. One I don't of, know how. I don't know how public schools work. I know how that sounds. I mean, I don't think it's that big a deal. I genuinely Ooh. don't understand any of it. When I say that big a deal, I mean if it was like two single people, like a bus driver and a superintendent oh, yeah, okay. dating, but she was married. What which does a is superintendent a do? Like over that's a good question. <laughs> For us, it may be different, but I think they're over like the whole county. At least that's oh, true okay. here. So they're over like all of the schools and I guess they make decisions. Like the board of education, yeah, right? yeah, serves as the board's chief advisor on educational okay. matters as the district's educational leader. Right. Also, like 
he's like the big boss yes he's like past principal yeah oh yeah okay 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 okay. right and she's having an affair with him yes maybe that these are accusations oh oh, sorry 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 she's allegedly having an affair with him correct so that'll like get her better bus routes or something (laughs) yeah i don't really know exactly how she would is he attractive i mean that's not an excuse i think he was you're like attractive i don't really Um, remember well um, one of the letters said, quote, stay away from Massey. Don't lie when questioned about him. I know where you live. I've been, uh, <laughs> I've been observing your house and know you have children. This is no joke. Please take it serious. Everyone concerned has been notified and everything will be over soon. First of all, this is pretty super not cool to yeah, like seriously. mention. Is that him? Oh yeah, that is him. I get it. <gasps> don't support it (laughs) cheating is bad so many people have come to light as cheating on their spouses here lately seriously like just don't be a crappy person come on guys like take just love your spouse man like come on yeah but he's attractive yeah he is attractive cheating is still bad attractive but he was attractive what was i saying before that oh it's not cool to threaten someone's kids oh yeah for sure like i mean just don't do it he's like they're children i know you have kids i know that's That's like the worst threat you could get what else does he say doesn't he say like don't lie like (laughs) uh yeah don't lie when questioned about i'm getting very about knowing him holier than thou vibes from this person Mm, yeah Uh, So another letter was also sent to her husband, Ron, and said, quote, you should catch them together and kill them both. Yeah, that took a a, a deep, dark turn. Sweet Jesus. Yeah. Another letter threatened their 12-year-old daughter. That's, yeah, no, that's not cool. This person sucks. Agreed. They kept the first letters to themselves and didn't tell anyone or report it. Uh, No, you threatened my kid. I'm going to the police. If you you send a threatening letter to me, whatever mm-hmm. whatever you're probably full of crap i've never been sent a threatening letter so i really can't let's hope Same that much. never happens if you send to a either thre- of us. yeah Ugh. uh if you send a threatening letter to my husband and it's like says something i'm i'm gonna start to rise suspicion like mm-hmm. i'm gonna start being yeah. like bro chill this isn't cool and then if you yeah yeah once my kids are involved then i'm like that just takes it to a different level as we all know police freak me out they freak me out uh i would contact the authorities uh, after this though i would hope so i'd have i'd probably have dustin do it honestly yeah why does this always come up i hope i'm telling you we need bingo cards i'm just concerned please freak me out <laughs> they freak me out now that i think about it i just can't help but wonder if the husband wanted to report it and she was like no 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 let's just like not even worry about it because she was having an affair with him and she didn't want that brought to light oh That's something I hadn't you thought should about be a before. crappy person and you should yeah. care more about your child than your affair i mean i might be a piece of trash it's just you alleged a piece of trash yeah as the letters continued, however, they did tell Ron's sister, Karen. So you'll tell your sister-in-law, but you won't tell the cops? Yeah. Maybe they were like me and freaked out by the police. Maybe. I still would have told the police after my kid was threatened, though. I would hope so. That's just bad parenting. 
Yeah, so they told Ron's sister Karen, also also known as Karen Sue, and her husband Paul. Signs began showing up around town about the affair. Some even accused Massey of having a sexual relationship with their daughter. That's disgusting. Their 12-year-old daughter. Ron would have to wake up early and take the signs down before their daughter daughter would see them on her way to school. That's so, heartbreaking. Yeah, it's so sad. I mean, you'd have to go so to the police sad. at this point, right? You would think. Like, how could you not go to the police? Yeah, if I these don't know. signs are popping up all over town, because like if you're a cop and you see these signs, wouldn't your first instinct mm-hmm. be to interview Massey? Because that is, I mean, you're a child predator and mm. you're a superintendent of schools. Yeah, that's also a good point. I hadn't thought about that. Yeah, I don't know if anybody even, or if in, if he got up that early to take the signs down, if anybody else really even saw him. Like cops maybe a couple do, people. I mean, cops but, would still patrol. I don't know yeah, where these I mean, signs maybe were placed. Not. It's hard to tell. Right, exactly. I'm not I mean, it seems familiar to be, with Circleville, Ohio. He said that he knew where they lived, so probably on that specific route. Yeah, too. it was probably like on his street. Right. Stuff like that. Mary suspected that it was another bus driver, David Longberry. She had previously rejected him and thought he was writing the letters to get back at her. He's a piece of trash for hitting on a married woman. Also true. Everybody... On this episode that we talk about, basically garbage, garbage humans. Except that Are poor them still alive? child. This is in the seventies. Uh, the kids might be. Um, the kids probably are. I didn't say that the child was trash. Though. Yeah, that's true. I said. I that take the back poor what child I said. Went through a lot. Your parents, on the other hand, might be trash. Yeah, it's a possibility. Paul wrote a letter to David, and they stopped briefly. However, so the husband wrote a letter to the the brother-in-law, Paul. Yes, Paul wrote the letter. The brother-in-law wrote a letter to the man (laughs) who his sister-in-law rejected. Yes, that's freaking weird. Yeah, it's super weird. I'm gonna have to make like a he was also diagram. I'm about to write this stuff down. Paul, brother-in-law. I don't know if this even matters, but. Paul was well educated. Again, I don't know if that even matters. I don't. I don't guess think it that, does, that does matter. I mean, it's what just do you a mean thought. he was well educated? I don't. I mean, like, did he go to? Like, yeah, I think he, he had college? his master's degree. I In what? I'm not sure. I love I how remember. I'm questioning on this so yeah, harshly. On what, Miley? Yeah. <laughs> What's his degree in? I don't yeah, know. <laughs> what college did he go to? Yeah. How long was he there? <laughs> was he really well educated? And his wife is Karen. Yes. So on August 19th, 1977, Ron received a phone call from someone. Ron's the husband. Correct. He was infuriated and grabbed a gun, telling his kids he was going to take care of it. Ron's the irrational husband? Yes. Okay. Irrational husband. (laughs) Unfortunately, Ron never made it back home. Ron was found dead after his car crashed and was wrapped around a tree. The gun in the car had been shot once. Sheriff Dwight Radcliffe initially thought it was foul play, but changed his mind when the primary suspect, allegedly David Longberry, passed a polygraph test. He then said it was an accident caused by drunk driving because Ron's blood alcohol level was 0.16, even though friends and family said Ron wasn't a heavy drinker. Okay. Yeah, that was a lot of information. Just, yeah, take it in. 
I'm gonna be honest. As I said, we recorded this episode before. I don't remember any of this. <laughs> this is genuine shock. You guys are hearing. <laughs> She's not faking it. Ron was in a car accident. Yes. And his car got wrapped around a tree. Correct. And they're trying to say it was drunk driving because his blood alcohol level was high. Yes. But he was not known for excessive drinking. Right. And the gun went off? Yes. The gun had been shot one time in the car. It was shot in the car? Or the yes. gun that was in the car? Like, the did the was there a bullet in the car that was found in the car? I believe so. I believe so. The gun was I, definitely shot in the car while he was in the car. Okay. Once. Only one time. Okay. Was he trying to like do a drive-by? Um, that's a good qu- question. I'm not sure. So, but he died in that car accident, right? Yes, he did. And when David, which I don't believe in polygraph tests for a second. I don't think they're legitimate. I think they're pseudoscience and I don't think that they're, I don't think that they're accurate. I really don't. Yeah. And it was very interesting. Hot take. That the sheriff initially was like, yeah, this is super sketchy. Um, I don't know what happened. Like, there's some kind of foul play here. And then they were like, okay, this is our main suspect. We're going to give him a polygraph test. And then he passed the polygraph test. And he was like, actually, you know what? Drunk driving. That's what it was. I don't believe. That's what it was. In polygraphs. I think they're fake. You know what else this case makes me think of? The Watcher. I, I mean, I remember the a watcher, bigger but what scale, about... Because there's more. Because oh, he wrote letters to the people right. who lived in the house. There's okay. a Netflix documentary coming out about That's that in right. a couple weeks. I'm very excited. The boys probably did it better, but... The boys as in... Ryan and Shane. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's just what we call them in my house. Like, literally, me and my husband will be like, let's watch the boys. And we'll literally just say, the boys. And we'll know what we're talking about. Yeah. And then, Rhett and Link, we just say... GMM. Yeah. <laughs> Glad we cleared that That's up. That's what we watch in my house. We just watch <laughs> we just watch YouTube all the time. And then uh true crime documentaries on Netflix. Yeah. But yeah, there is a Netflix documentary coming out. That is exciting. Obviously it was not, an interesting episode. Not a sponsor. We're not sponsored by them. But God I wish. <laughs> Contact us. I'd cry. If um, Netflix ever wanted to sponsor us, they're probably like those girls are so dumb. Like, <laughs> get out of here. So residents during the time received letters claiming that the sheriff was involved in covering up Ron's death. We all know how I feel about the police. <laughs> Why do we always come back to this? Because it comes, the police come up in our conversations all the time. I know. Yeah. We can't control it. Yeah. Police. Never mind. I was going to make. I'm not going to okay. say it. Anyway. I'm not going to say it. According to the Invisible Ships podcast, the sheriff was running for president of the National S- Sheriff's Association during the time, which he would win years later. This would explain nope. why he wouldn't want the death ruled a murder, because it would mean that a murderer who made these threats in letters was running free in a county that he was responsible for protecting. And Which this obviously is an unsolved murder case. Yeah. So that would not look good for him and what he was running for. Again, like I said, I got the information from the Invisible Ships podcast. So, Listen. and he, again, he did win later on. So he could have been running for that position I have during no, this like, time. 
qualms against the police. I think that's what I'm looking for. Over, like overarching. I don't think that the police are bad people. Okay. I'm glad we established that. They just give me anxiety and I don't like okay. them. I don't think you can put both of those things. In I don't. Sentence. My I, my thing is, I don't want to get pulled over. They freak me out. They just make me nervous. They have too much authority. That's authority gives me anxiety. My own personal authority and the authority of others. Not that I think this would be like a free society or anything, and we shouldn't have police. I think that we need law enforcement. I just think mm-hmm. that when you give human beings authority, bad things happen. Mm-hmm. And that's for anybody. The president. Are you afraid of the president? The Senate. No, that's an old man. <laughs> I just, just thought I'd ask. <laughs> I'm just okay. kidding. <laughs> no, people with a lot of authority freak me out. They make me uncomfortable. Okay. <laughs> and that's why I'm uncomfortable with police. Because okay. they have a lot of authority. They can arrest you. They can put you in jail for the rest of your life. I think everybody should be afraid of the police. That is why we have like the court the system. Yeah. Judges freak me out too. Yeah. There are also there's also the jury though. Who I've gotten jury duty way too many times to trust a jury. What? I've gotten jury duty like four times. Seriously? Yes. The first two times though I got out of it on good cause. I was pregnant and on like severe bed rest. Mm-hmm. Then right after I turned eighteen I got jury duty and I couldn't do it because I didn't have a car at the time. Um I did technically have a car, but it wasn't mine. And then the fourth time I had just had the girls and I literally was uh TMI. I was pumping like mm-hmm. every few hours so I yeah. couldn't sit in a jury. Right. But yeah, I've gotten jury duty like four times. If I get it again, That's I'll so go weird. to it. Why not? It's interesting. Uh, the town was suspicious. And after Ron's death, Mary publicly admitted to seeing Gordon Massey. Mm-hmm. But she claimed that it didn't start until after she started receiving the letters. You know what? I don't believe that i don't believe that for a freaking second yeah you're telling me did this person talk you into it you're reading these letters was it like explicit letters and she was like you know what sounds pretty good to me (laughs) she she, this guy was writing like mary and uh gordon fan fiction basically and she was like you know what i can get behind this (laughs) This guy was just a fanfic writer in the early days. He didn't have Wattpad. He had to release his his thoughts some way. Sometimes it just blows my mind, the thoughts that come into your head. That's why we have this podcast, because I think the world deserves to hear. Miley thinks rationally, and I think like a squirrel that's snorted cooking. That's sorry. Who we are. In the world of Greek okay. mythology, Miley would be Athena and I'd be like a terrifying mix of like Dionysus and all of the horrible ones. Oh. Except Zeus because he's a pervert. <laughs> oh man. Okay. So <laughs> one morning on her bus route, Mary saw a sign about Massey and her daughter. Do- and, and her daughter. That's still absolutely disgusting to yeah. me. So since her husband and is she's no longer an there. with this man? Yeah. Yeah. Since he passed away oh, in this yeah, accident. she's having like an open she, relationship with this guy. An open. Not like, okay, yeah. I don't mean it I mean like, like that. yeah, but like she like, admitted Her to, relationship is out 
Right. Are we sure? Are we sure that whenever, um, whenever Ron got the phone call, that it wasn't Gordon? Hmm. Interesting. It could have been Gordon, and he could have been. He could have th- thought like Ron was at home or something. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. I hadn't thought about that. Because it's not like they had cell phones back then. 70s? Yeah, 70s. Yeah, it's not like they had cell phones back then. Yeah. And she was a bus driver in rural Ohio. She didn't have a cell phone. Yeah, that is true. It's a possibility. So Mary went to take the sign down. And after she pulled it out of the ground, she noticed a box attached to it. She brought it home and discovered that it had a gun inside and was booby trapped. Why did she bring the box home? That could have been a bomb. Uh, I just feel like if there was a sign like that, I mean, yeah, I guess that, um, maybe it's my anxiety talking. (laughs) I'm like, that's a bomb. (laughs) Yeah, that is interesting. I don't know. Um, but the way she pulled the sign out, kept it from going off. Thankfully. Oh, so she would have, oh, okay. So it's booby trapped. Yes. Yes. That's what I said. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) So it was supposed to, oh my God, that's attempted murder. Yeah, it is. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> the police looked at the serial number on the gun to track who it belonged to. The number was partially filed off, but the police were still able to make out the numbers. They tracked the gun to none other than, dun, 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 Ron's brother-in-law, Paul. Paul. I have notes. I took notes. Yes. I have this, I have little post-it notes in front of me. Paul, brother-in-law. Yep, that's him. He claimed that he didn't have possession of the gun because someone had stolen it and he denied any involvement. I call bull crap. Okay, because there's only a few people who could have stolen this gun. Gordon, Gordon ain't going to steal it. He's not going to kill the woman that he was having an affair with and then mm-hmm. her husband died and then now he gets to actually mm-hmm. date her. It's not going to be Gordon. Mark him off. Ron's dead. Yeah. It's not him. Uh, it's not Mary. She can kill herself. That's an elaborate way to kill yourself. And she finally gets to be with this hottie that she's been trying to be with since her husband was alive Mm -hmm. and he gets killed off and now she gets to date him, which I, that's sketchy. Oh yeah, that is sketchy. You're right. Yeah. That is very sketchy. And then it could have been David. Oh yeah. David was the other bus driver. Yeah. But he's not going to, okay. But that doesn't make any sense for him to come in, steal this gun and then file off the serial number because yeah. if it was Paul, like he wouldn't care about that. <gasps> Could you? And then I was literally booby trapped the gun. You have your fears and I have mine. I and do. one of my fears is being framed. Could you imagine? Just imagine. Oh, someone going having, through something that elaborate. Yeah. Just having one of your guns stolen and they partially file off the number to make it look like you were the one who did it. But somebody else actually filed off the number to frame you. Oh. I'm not saying that that happened. I'm just saying that's like my worst nightmare. That's why if your guns get stolen, you should report it. Yes. Very Every true. time. Uh, yeah. True. We don't really... I don't keep up to date. I don't even know if there's guns in my house. There probably is. <laughs> but they make me nervous probably another reason why i don't like cops Mm. guns make me nervous yeah not me i'm cool 
with guns. <laughs> make me anxious. Everything makes me anxious. I'm just an anxious person. <laughs> so sometime after Ron's death, Paul and Karen got a divorce and Paul was granted custody of their kids. Karen moved into a place in Mary's backyard. What? Karen believed it was Paul who wrote the letters and told police that she found some of them in their house. Uh, yeah, I'm sure she said that because he, he, she didn't get custody of the kids. So, And right. for a woman not to get custody of the kids, yeah, that's that sketchy. Is, you're right, that is. Especially in the 70s. Mm, mm-hmm. This man had to have had some solid proof in that divorce. That is a good point. To be able to, for her not to get the kids. Yeah. Because that's rare. Yeah. I mean, even now. I mean, it's so, more oh, common now, but still. Yeah. Back then, though? Normally. Yeah. Like, I'm sure that she is like, Paul's the killer. Because mm-hmm. then she gets her kids. Right. But obviously, I don't know if she's that good of a mom if she gets her kids taken in the first place. Especially back then. I'm not mm-hmm. saying that Paul couldn't have like set her up or anything. Yeah. But honestly, for a woman to not get custody of the children in the divorce. Yeah. That is... That's rare. So between the gun belonging to him and then Karen making these accusations, Paul was arrested. He was open and honest about everything as far as the police could tell. He was also asked to take a handwriting test in which many claim was given improperly. (sighs) Okay. Writing samples are divided into two categories, collected writing specimens and requested writing specimens. Mm -hmm. Getting a collected writing specimen means that they take a document that was written by the suspect in the past and compare it to the evidence. A requested writing specimen is a document that the suspect is asked to write with a witness present and under careful examination. As far as I understood... The suspect is normally asked to write specific words and letter combinations that are similar to the handwritten evidence. Okay, and so then like they if are it's compared. like a phone number, they would have him write like a few other numbers. Yeah. If it was and like... not normally exactly... The phone the number. Thing, same thing. Okay, right? okay, okay. Yeah. I'm understanding. In this case, Paul was supposedly given one of the actual oh letters God. to copy verbatim. They were like, okay, here's the, here's the original letter that this person wrote. Now, I want you to copy Do you know what I would do? I would everything. just start writing with the other hand. I, I know. <laughs> I would just be, and they'd be like, man, your hearing is awful. I'd be like, I know. It's no, been but hard. Then, but then they can be like, we know that that's not how you actually write because like maybe we have records from okay, something else that you've written in the past. Okay, then it's mental prep so then I can like make it more pretty, make it more steady, make it more horrible i mean i just don't know it's not hard to forge handwriting yeah so i don't again that's so stupid yeah i think could he have won in this situation i'm not sure i'm just not sure that he could have if he could have won if it wasn't if his but if his handwriting clearly is not like the handwriting sample that he's given that's just so stupid. Why would they do that? That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Yeah, it really is. That's so dumb. So after all of this, he was charged with attempted murder. Oh. Yeah. And I'm so sorry because I hate cliffhangers. 
That's why I only watch movies because they normally don't end with cliffhangers. I normally don't watch shows because there are almost always new seasons that come out. I don't want to, I don't want to wait. I'll forget what happened and I'll try to watch it and I don't know what's going on. But unfortunately, part two will come out next week. So Sorry. Yeah. So here is here. Okay. I don't know if I, I don't know if Paul did it or not. Part of me doesn't think that he did, but here is the, is the twist that you can make it so that he did do it. Mm -hmm. If he was really close with Ron, because that's Ron's brother-in-law, correct? Karen is Ron's sister. Yes. If he's really close with his brother-in-law, like, and this is a narrative that I'm creating. I do not know these people. This was in the 70s. I was not alive then. My mom might not have been alive then. She was born in the 70s, but it was like the mid-70s. So, who knows? If Paul was really close with Ron, mm-hmm. but that's his niece. Who he uh, would be making yeah, that's about. also true. But if I found out, like wait okay okay i'm really really close with my with like i'm really close with my sister-in-law and if i found out that like but that's my brother wait but what if he wasn't the one who wrote the letters or put up the signs but he was the one well no i guess he would have had to put up that one sign if i found out which Which, if Mary and Karen are as close as it sounds like they are because she moved into her backyard, Mm -hmm. Mary could have told Karen that she was cheating on her brother. Mm, And Paul could have found out and been like, this is messed up. Yeah. And if he's already in a bad marriage with Karen, because, I mean, he gets the kids in custody, then he's going to, I mean, he's going to feel like something needs to be justified here. And he could have been like, you need to get your life together and you need not be a bad person. Yeah. But also I don't, I don't fully believe that that gun was stolen. Yeah. That's what I was going to say too. That's also keep sketchy. in mind the gun and the numbers being partially filed off. That's sketchy. That's yeah. suspicious. See, that's why throughout this whole research, I would read something. I'd be like, Oh yeah. Okay. I know who did it. And then a little bit further, I'm like, mm, but do I really know who did it? I know that in the second episode that I'm dead set on Paul mm-hmm. doing it in the beginning, but I don't know. A part of me thinks that it could have been him just because like all of this is just insanity. And I always find it very interesting that, I mean, obviously we're just two people here and I always, I feel like you guys always have different opinions and you bring up very valid points. So if you have any strong opinions or have any good points that you'd like to make, please email us comment on anything on instagram dm us yeah. whatever you want to do speaking of follow us on instagram at That's right. amen pod like us on facebook at appalachian monsters and mysteries follow us on twitter at amen pod one you can subscribe to our youtube channel appalachian monsters mysteries follow us on tiktok at amen pod and email you? us email us at appalachian mm right yep <laughs> At Gmail. So I yeah. forgot our email for a second. So let us know what you guys think. Yeah, this we're is... totally interested in hearing your theories for sure. Yeah. Or even if you're from Ohio and have some inside information. Yeah. Definitely I've, reach out to I us. I have family in Ohio. Like a lot nice. of family. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, I also have family in Ohio. There you go. Cleveland around, I, I think. 
I'll be honest with you. I don't know where my family lives in Ohio. It's okay. So anyway. Not a clue. That's where LeBron James is from. You're right. Yeah. Akron. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for listening, guys. Bye. See you next time.